Tomorrow marks 75 years on since uh, Korea's liberation from uh, Japanese colonial rule, which is a big momentous occasion. However, conflict between Seoul and Tokyo over uh, Japan's wartime atrocities continue. Uh, The country is led by Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, and he has been uh, decidedly uh, less conciliatory in his attitudes towards uh, Korea, I think, to say the least. Uh, In addition, he is uh, still uh, trying to uh, change this uh, post-war pacifist constitution that uh, Japan has been under. Article 9 is the big deal that everyone's been talking about. That prohibits the establishment of a conventional military. Uh, The latest that we're hearing is that the Japanese government is now pursuing new defense policy strategies, including a push to acquire weapons that would be able to take out enemy missile sites. Uh, This could be a concern to a lot of people here in Korea. And to give us an assessment, we are pleased to be joined by a senior researcher at the Sejong Institute, Dr. Imianu. Hello. Hello. Uh, good morning. Good morning to you, sir. Thank you for joining us. So, Prime Minister Abe, uh, so far unsuccessful in his attempts to revise the uh, uh, Article 9 aspect of the uh, Constitution. He had some, I guess, ambitions to do this um, uh, after the resounding victory in his election. He's had some setbacks with the pandemic and, and the economic performance and other things and scandals. How close do you think he is right now with trying to realize his goal of uh, doing away with the pacifist Constitution? Uh, for 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 now, I think it's pretty far as he against uh, what he expected, and uh, there are several reasons that uh, he and his party uh, tried to revise the constitution. But I can uh, think of uh, for two main reasons. Uh, first one is that uh, Japan should have its own uh, constitution, which means that uh, the present or current that uh, Pacific pacifist uh, constitution is not something that Japan did by its own, but uh, is something uh, given by the uh, occupied uh, uh, forces. And the second one is that uh, Japan should, with this constitution, should uh, prevent itself. uh, So they should have its own military. So uh, uh, in terms of these two, uh, let's say, categories or the reasons, I think uh, since he made the uh, laws related to that security, mm-hmm. so uh, they can join with the United States uh, to go abroad and that kind of thing. So uh, I'm not saying that uh, Article 9 has been kind of, I mean, nullified, but uh, uh Japan somehow can uh, go abroad and do something more uh, uh, positively, in a sense, with the United States. So, uh, but uh, on the first category, that is that uh, they do have their own, let's say, constitution, but they should make it uh, by its own own, uh, hands, then it's not something done yet. Right. So, it's, uh, I, I should say it's happened, happened but uh, for him to do uh, the revision, I think it's pretty uh, far from it, uh, since as you mentioned that uh, the political situation now, 
seems to be very yeah. uh, difficult for him. Let's talk about specifically this uh, controversy, at least from the Korean side, uh, looking at the ruling party approving these proposals for strike capability to halt ballistic missile uh, attacks. Uh, so the government intends to accept those recommendations. And it, it comes after the decision in June to cancel the deployment of the uh, U.S. Aegis Ashore Ballistic Missile Defense System. Why are they uh, deciding to go this uh, route in terms of changing their defense policy? Well, I think there are two uh, reasons. I mean, uh, after the Cold War ended, I mean, uh, Japan saw that uh, the little wars between uh, regional uh, countries may increase, even though that the big war between two giant uh, countries may reduce. So uh, they tried to uh, keep I mean, uh, these kind of posture or, or, or uh, let's say, a diplomatic uh, outlook. Mm. So uh, they try to, uh, let's say, uh, develop their uh, capabilities to defend itself, but still the basic uh, posture for Japanese foreign policy or security policy is that uh, it, it will maintain its uh, defense-oriented or defense-only uh, posture, which is very much related with this uh, pacifist uh, constitutions. So uh, if, uh, uh, if this uh, strike-back uh, capability or uh, preemptive uh, strike capability, then it may go beyond... Right. That uh, pacifistic uh, constitution or that uh, defense-oriented uh, uh, posture of defense. So it, that that's, that's the main reason uh, that uh, this uh, controversy uh, looms large to the uh, political scenes. And the second one would be that, uh, as you mentioned, that uh, in uh, 2017, mm-hmm. December, uh, they decide to uh, this, uh, deploy uh, this uh, Aegis Ashore Ballistic Missile Defense System. Yeah. And they try, uh, they put uh, so so much money already, yeah. but they cancel this kind of things. And uh, now uh, they are talk about this uh, strike bag or uh, preemptive strike uh, capabilities. So, uh, there are many, uh, uh, let's say, criticisms within right. the uh, Jiminto or that uh, I mean, the governing party, and not to mention that uh, the opposition parties. Well, let's then talk, uh, skip ahead to how South Korea should handle the situation. The uh, defense minister, Taro Kono, who is known to be pretty hawkish mm-hmm. uh, and uh, sometimes belligerent towards South Korea, said it's not necessary for uh, Tokyo to get any uh, permission or approvals from neighboring countries, um, including South Korea, as far as this uh, decision to enhance those capabilities that you described. Is that true, first of all? I mean, diplomatically speaking, but also uh, from South Korea's point of view, strategically, uh, what is uh, the dilemma for them if uh, Japan goes this route? Uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, in terms of, uh, let's say, a Low, low international uh, relations. Uh, I think the state has its own uh, capability or uh, as a sovereignty that uh, 
you know, uh, defense uh, capabilities or security uh, capabilities. So they can do, or uh, what can they, uh, what can they do? I mean, uh, for its uh, security. Mm-hmm. So no other country can uh, interfere in a sense. So they may not have to uh, conform or uh, inform or what they want to do. It, it, put it, it, it may be uh, what right what what is this, but what for doing that, let's say smoothly, they should confer with the other uh, countries that, especially the neighboring countries, since they uh, they may be affected with the, those kind of uh, changes. So uh, one of the reasons uh, he's saying is that. Uh, Probably, probably the politically uh, related. I think, mm-hmm. uh, as you may, as you may know, uh, he's uh, quite well known uh, politicians who's uh, try to uh, be a prime minister right. for the coming uh, presidential uh, uh, election uh, next uh, year in Jimindo. Uh, I mean, the governing party. So uh, he tried to. Show that uh, he's uh, pretty uh, competent uh, for the uh, mm. issues of uh, security and that kind of things. That, that that could be one of the reasons. Okay, he's going kind of a strong uh, approach to. Well, it, it, it's obvious that politics are, are going to be in play. And as you say, with uh, Taro Kono, uh, one of the uh, potential uh, contenders to succeed uh, Shinzo Abe. And it does feel like, at least for their domestic politics in the right wing, uh, it uh, behooves them to be uh, showing a, a little bit more of a hawkish or belligerent stance against South Korea to rile up more of the uh, nationalistic uh, sentiment. And they feel that that's a, a political benefit for them in the long term. Uh, Dr. Lee Myung-woo, unfortunately, we did run out of time here, but uh, we do thank you for your insights uh, and uh, thank you for joining us here this morning. Okay, thank you. Thank you for calling me. That was Dr. Lee Myung-woo, senior researcher at the Sejong Institute. We're going to move on to our second hour after another check of traffic and weather.